Welcome to Small Steps Living, the The podcast. podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Cordaff, bringing you inspiring stories to help you transform your life one small step at a time. Here at Small Steps Living, we're keeping it real. Kick back and And enjoy enjoy the show. show. Hello, it's another episode of the podcast. And today we're talking about breakfast only because it's on my mind. We are running the Small Steps Breakfast Challenge and I'm pretty excited about it. I'm excited because like setting ourselves up for a good breakfast is one of the best things we can do for ourselves. And here's the thing I know for sure. We have let food manufacturers and marketing companies tell us that exact same thing, but they're completely off track with what makes a good breakfast and what is a good start to the day. They just are. It's confronting and a little bit annoying when we've grown up eating certain things and suddenly we need to change what we have for breakfast. I started learning about whole foods and stuff after my son was born, my eldest. And so, I mean, I was definitely still in the coffee and toast for breakfast camp right there. And I started, when I started to sort of do a little bit of looking on the backs of packets of things that I might have been eating or, you know, back then I was still eating margarine and started to learn about all that, I felt ripped off. I felt like, how can these people be telling us basically lies about this food, which isn't great (laughs) for us? You know, breakfast cereals, highly processed. I remember saying to someone once, I was in America at the time, how, you know, I should do a blog post on why bacon and eggs is healthier than Cheerios. And they're like, oh no, but you'd have to choose a a cereal that's not healthy. Cheerios isn't super healthy. And these are smart, educated women. And they're, they're saying, oh no, 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 no. Over here in America, Cheerios are definitely the healthy option. And I just thought, okay, this is the level of knowledge that we've got around food these days. And sure, it's America. And sure, there are breakfast cereals and there are breakfast cereals. I mean, there's the breakfast cereals that are pretty plain. They're not super bad in terms of the additives and preservatives, but they're also not super good. They're just kind of (laughs) neutral. And those cereals as well, like if you think about what has to happen to the shapes to make those cereals, then so much of the nutrition is lost in that process. And then and then you think about the the bad bad cereals which are just sugar coated or have crazy additives and preservatives that I mean you know if you do your research you would be shocked at some of the stuff that we're eating for breakfast. And the problem is is that you know, we often we don't even necessarily back it up with a wholesome, nourishing, filling, full of protein and good fats lunch. You know, often we're following it with a, a carb loaded, not particularly nutrient dense lunch. So it's kind of like this cascade effect. 
And look, I grew up, I was pretty healthy as a kid, um, relatively. Like I look back now and think I, I definitely didn't need to continue suffering sinus. There are absolutely things that were up with my diet that kept that happening. But, you know, I played sport four or five times a week. I, I did well at school. I could concentrate. I could concentrate for extended periods back then. Uh, motherhood has taken that gift away from me. Uh, but yeah, I didn't think that there was anything particularly wrong with it. And then, you know, as I grew up and as we started, to, Nick and I would have our beautiful percolated coffees in the morning and milk heated up. We'd have, to have coffee and toast for breakfast. And that was just, that was pretty much how I started my day for years and years and years. And then to think I had to change that, to think that I had to break that rhythm and routine when I thought it was working quite well for me. So I did what I always do. Obviously, I took some small steps and I started to experiment with breakfasts. And it's what I encouraged people to do via um, Small Steps to Whole Foods, which was my original online program. And all of that program is actually being popped back into the membership. So I'm going through all this content now and I'm looking at what I created three years ago and everything is still so relevant. You know, in that program, I just gave people one simple idea every day for breakfasts. That wasn't coffee and toast. But even then, talking about bread, well, how can we upgrade the bread? Let's look at the bread. Let's look at the margarine. Let's look at the Vegemite. Let's think about alternatives there to just up the nutrition factor. And and it worked amazingly well. Uh, I mean, you know, thousands of women did that program and now they're all re I've completely redone it and popping it in the membership. And that's actually what the five-day challenge is. It's all that information. So if you haven't signed up for that challenge, you really want to because you're getting something very special and inside. But, you know, I, I, I literally did that. I literally thought, okay, all right, let's look at this. Let's look at what we're doing. Where, How can I create some alternatives that don't feel like I'm moving from, you know, coffee and toast to chia pudding? Too big a leap for Lisa. And I didn't even know what chia seeds were. So that's what I did. And it's how breakfasts have changed for me big time. So over the course of a week, you know, there might be an omelette, there might be a smoothie, there might also be nothing for breakfast. And this is something that I've gotten cool about over the years is that sometimes I don't feel particularly hungry straight up. A lot of the time I do, uh, but I don't force myself to eat. There was a stage I went through where I was having juice, fresh vegetable and a little bit of fruit juices. That worked really well until it didn't. And then I changed things, uh, you know, having leftovers for breakfast if I have toast now, it's a beautiful sourdough and I might put butter and uh, avocado and tomato or something on it. I just guess that over the years, I've normalized eating whole foods breakfasts. And that's what I really want to help people do in this challenge. And because it's not, we have to take back control here. We have to start to question what it is we've been told by marketing companies and food manufacturers who want to sell and move more product. You know, that is their job. And 
you know, who is the advocate? Like, it's hard to sell the idea of whole foods breakfasts. And, you know, and we've seen what happens to some of the big names who do, they get torn down. Now, I'm not telling you to go paleo or to be a raw smoothie and juice drinking person or anything like that. I do think breakfast is particularly individual. And, you know, while I uh, often give everyone the same breakfast here at our house, I am getting a little bit better at softening that as my kids can start to get involved in making their own because what suits me, not necessarily going to suit you. And my son loves eggs, but getting him to eat breakfast, really hard. So I often give him a smoothie. And, you know, one of my my daughter, my middle daughter, wakes up hungry every day. She's like, oh, what's for breakfast? Let's get this party started. <laughs> and we have to acknowledge that amongst us, you know, we can we can look for advice, we can do all the recipes, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, we are our own compass points with this stuff. We can't follow someone else's plans for what is right to eat. We have to experiment, work with ourselves, um, check in, in into our own bodies and see what's happening by 10 or 11. Am I, am I like ferociously trying to avoid the cafe because I know if I go in there and order a coffee, I'll also order a muffin or a croissant. Or am I staying full until lunchtime? Wow. Okay, cool. What did I have this morning? Wow. That really helped. Or, you know, there's so many different factors, so many different reasons why one thing works for someone and not for someone else. You know, I've done so many interviews with experts over the years who just shed light on that idea. I mean, what's up with your thyroid and your hormones and your metabolism will make your breakfast experience totally different. So in the five-day small steps breakfast challenge, you get a load of different ideas and you also get cooking videos. So you can actually see me literally in real time making this stuff. I really truly believe that it is so easy for us to prioritize our kids and their food, but us eating their leftovers is not a substantial breakfast. We need to start to prioritize our own breakfast too. And in doing that, it models to our children what real breakfast could be. So we need to start to revolutionize, I think, what we know of what breakfast is. And if you're a small stepper, you know this stuff. This is like the nuts and bolts of the small steps philosophy starting right here at breakfasts. And I just think if if you've been around a while, if you've got slight breakfast shame though right now, or you feel like you need a bit of a refresh, then jump into the challenge because it's only going to make you see once again that it's not that hard to eat whole foods. It's not that hard to give your body something that makes it feel awesome instead of something that gives it a bit of a sugar rush or perhaps you're not even eating breakfast at all and then you're crashing by mid-morning. If you want to have energy for your day, you need to have energy to eat well and you got to start somewhere. So start with focusing on just having a good breakfast for a few days a week 
with me. It'll be super fun. And then we go from there because your energy will change and you'll get motivated about continuing it, maybe doing something, some movement, maybe improving the dinners that you've been eating that week, whatever it is. So much changes when we just choose to take one small step. So I'd love to see you in the breakfast challenge. It's going to be a stack of fun. And uh, there is a link to join here in the show notes. So make sure that you don't miss out because, whoa, the year is almost over, which is crazy. And I reckon we could kick it off, send it off, I should say, with a bang. Okay, see you soon. For more inspiration, interviews, and know-how, head to smallstepsliving.com. Small Steps Living, inspiring your best life, one small step at a time.